Hi, I'm here with Dijon DaCosta Sr. He's the board vice chair for DeKalb County Schools in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Hi, thank How you, you for joining us today. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're here. Um, so you talked about uh, community involvement with My Brother's Keeper. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell us some more about that? How is that? impacting your students is it improving um, are you seeing uh, yeah uh, thank you for that question yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I want to talk about the first-hand experience that I had as a DeKalb okay. County let's, graduate let's right? do that let's do that <laughs> and why I think it's effective right okay. so the reason why I ran for Board of Education was because of programs like that um, that wrapped around community support and dominant male figures to step in my educational experiences when I needed it at the right time. Okay. Single parent, raising seven kids at the age of 27, my mom, okay. and seven of them, I mean, I'm sorry, six of them are boys. So imagine how that household went. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> right? So mom had to play, you know, yeah. a dominant role. Mm -hmm. Mom had to go to work and do everything, you know, on her own. So the program wasn't called My Brother's Keeper at the time. It was called the Winning Circle. Okay. Right? And it was a program that mentally got us prepared and geared for the real world, college, or whatever endeavors that we needed to do in life. Okay. Right? So as a school board member, I felt that we went away from programs that really directly impact our scholars. Now, we're putting the story together. We're kind of marinating yeah, it together, right? That's it. That's All right, it. cool. Yes. So, one of my philosophies is, once you change your mindset, mm -hmm. everything else around you changes. Mm -hmm. Now, the most impact that we're dealing with with our scholars is what? Social media. Okay. Right? Yeah. We're geared onto social media. TikTok is pretty much raising our kids. Yeah. The minds are actually going astray. Okay. We have to be able to bring that back in order to. Um, promote a healthier student, scholar, and edu education. Okay. With the My Brother's Keeper program, it, it dismantled um, the school-to-prison pipeline. Okay. It also uh, promotes school attendance, okay. academics, and decreasing discipline. That's what the program actually focuses on. Okay. It brings a different variety of scholars together, treating it as a fraternity base, right? or fraternity or sorority because we do have the our sister keeper okay. and allowing them to cultivate and to build this relationship amongst peers okay. and allow those scholars to lead amongst each other okay. so yeah. let's talk about equity during covid mm. um have you been having a harder time to uh, meet the needs of the students now since they uh, i'm not sure what they are doing in your district mm. but um virtual learning uh, to now being back in school? Uh, was it harder? Well, thank you for that question. Um, so we all know that the COVID-19 has disproportionately affected children of color right. and um, low economical statuses as well. Um, and that's through the virus and also through technology and connectivity, right? Um, it has been a challenge with our district but back in 2015, I believe, 
the district was already promoting connectivities, you know, 21st century connectivities by providing the those um, subgroups or demographics, um, the Wi-Fi's and the Chromebooks. Okay, so you had one-on-one. -one. We had the one-on-one. -on -one, okay. But all we had to do was to get the funding that the CARES Act helped us out on okay. to ensure that all children and employees and you know have access to that device so when you think about equity um, with this COVID-19 you have to you, you have to think math as well okay. right you have yeah. to think about the math as, as a board member because we want things to be cost-efficient mm -hmm. to the district but it has to be equitably distributed throughout the district right 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 and with that you you come to you know, come up with different challenges that parents parents that you have not reached out to are dealing with. For instance, in my community, you have a single mom working three or four jobs, right? Who's gonna watch this child doing virtual learning? How are we going to ensure that this particular child is getting what they came to public school for, right? right? right. Uh, education to be a successful student or a productive citizen to society. So what the Cab County School did was they organized a COVID-19 task force okay. that goes out and reach out to every single you know demographic school, reaching them on their level okay. to get these inputs, bringing it back to the board, providing that funding, and pushing it back out so that it can directly impact our scholars that are going through those issues. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like you're doing the work. The district. The district is doing the work. We're just, you know, putting um, the money allocation portions where the vision of the superintendent and the staff is actually doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about community relationships and the parent involvement. How big are your parents involved? Are you seeing a high number that mm. just comes and pick, picks up and drops off their kids? Because some people are in the mindset that school stays at school and then you come home and right. stops there. But, you know, you need to be constantly involved with your children's education at home and at school. So how, what are you seeing in your district? Well, in our district and also nationally, it's okay. always been a parental involvement, you know, crisis. Mm -hmm. um, one of the goals is to honestly bridge that gap between the community homes and, uh, and the schools. Okay. But since we know that there has been challenges throughout the years, the school district's um, task is to figure out the hows, right? Because like I stated before, how are you gonna reach this mom to come to parent-teachers conference right. that works two or three jobs exactly. in a single parent household, mm -hmm. right? So what the school district has done was, you know, we've just allocated funds for, matter of fact, they received a grant for a, um, it's a bus that goes out to the communities, right? And and during the time of when these parents actually comes off of work, okay. to provide them with this educational experiences and what is going on in their child's life, right? Also, we provided um, the 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 uh, apps that help parents at any time monitor the students' progress, their attendance, their grades and really trying to bring the parent in one by one, okay. one by one, right? Okay. The challenge is 
when we lose that area, what do we do next? Right, right. How does parents get more engaged with education? What the Cab County di School District did was they provided a GD program mm. for parents okay. that are in the district. Before I became an educator, I have a 15-year-old daughter, mm. right? Yeah. Going into a schoolhouse was the most intimidating parts of being a parent. Why? It's because the conversations are different, okay. right? Acronyms, mm. big words, yeah. things that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And I'm just focused on why my child ain't learning. Okay. Right? Alright. What the superintendent had to do was to go back down to have conversations with her staff mm -hmm. and we have to start meeting people where they are. Right, right. We can't talk to them the same way that we're having this conversation. We have to come to them where, you know, they can better understand and articulate the conversation to bring them back into the schools. Okay. It's gonna be an ongoing process. <laughs> it is, but it's a lot of work to, to get done. Okay, I hope you guys have success with that because you're going past the level of doing, you know, surveying and just emailing it out or putting it on Facebook. So right. that that's interesting to see. Can you tell the folks where they can find you or how they can contact you? Okay. Based off of what we talked about. So I am a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> so I do use the Twitters, um, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. So. It's all DaCosta Dr. Cab. Okay. Um, DaCosta spelled D-A-C-O-S-T-A. Dr. Cab. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. DaCosta, for thank joining you. us today. Thank you so much.